I know. Let's get it. <laughs> so you know they're watching us, right? All right. Oh yeah. What they watching? They've been they've been watching us. What you I talking know, about? <laughs> I know they yeah because they can't get enough of us, yo. Right. Really. Can I start this pod off? Go ahead. Do your little community coalition show. Oh, <laughs> you sure you, I thought you wanted to do it. You want to do it? Well, I don't, I don't really know the rundown. I was just going to be like, community coalition show. You know, we back at it again. So anyway, hey, I was going to ask hey. how was Mother's Day. Boom. <laughs> Boom. All right. Mother's Day. I mean, for me, it was chill. Yeah, it was Lex, great. Lex ain't want to do too much. She just wanted peace. Mm. That was her. That was like her wish. You know, she just wanted to chill. She didn't want to have to like, you know, like the mother stuff, which I get like. So I tried to make sure dinner was served. She had mm-hmm. what she wanted, what she got, what she wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. The girl was taken care of. You cooked? Mm-hmm. You cooked? Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny chefing it up. I couldn't cook what she wanted, you know? Okay. What did she want? She wanted pad thai. Oh. So I went and got her favorite pad thai because I don't make pad thai. I wasn't even going to try. That would have been a disaster and a waste of money. So mm-hmm. so she wanted, she just wanted, like, you know, she wasn't feeling the greatest. So I was like, I can at least honor that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and when she's feeling better, and probably when we get some time, we could do some things, you know? Like, so I just let her, she just went to bed, she took a nap, all that stuff. Like, I was cool. going to say something, but this is a family friendly show. Is it really, though? Is it? <laughs> we talked, we've talked about where my 250 at. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess that means. Nah. Oh. Nah, you know, oh. Nah. We're not putting that on Kenny. No. No. I mean, I ain't going to that. There wasn't. There wasn't. But you know what? Like, I don't expect those things. You know how some people go on the holidays? Like, I need that. Like, I, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we just been together too long. If we don't, we don't plan holidays for stuff like that. You know, if it happens, cool. If not, I get it another day. I'm gonna be alright. How long y'all been? How long y'all been married again? This will be twelve. This will be thirteen. Twelve years. years. Look at that. Yeah, that's black love. Look at that. So she wanted some peace. She wanted to lock the door and not be bothered. Nice. And I was like, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can so I had to me and the girls had to huddle up. Hey, look, mommy's chilling. <laughs> Leave mommy alone. If you need something, holla at me. And of course, it was like, yeah, I, I you know, one down, thing, right? I tried. <laughs> one thing I will say, look, I mean, I'm not even going front. Like, moms do a lot, and, and as a dad, and for some, I try. Like, there's just some things I can't do. Mm-hmm. I can't. Like, I don't have the organizational skill she does. I don't have the certain level of patience she does. I don't. Like, so I'd be like, I don't Some next level shit. I don't Absolutely. know how. So, like, really, I know we're a day late, but actually two days by the time you hear this. But shout out to the moms. Absolutely. Uh, Shouts to the moms. That includes fur parents, too. Fur it mom, does. Fur moms. Fur, okay. Because, you know, my set. My Saturday, I was woken up out of my sleep by a sound that sounded like a plunger, but mm. it was my dog trying to throw up everywhere, and his face was swollen, mm. and his ears were itching. I had to go get Benadryl at the ass crack of dawn, but for Mother's Day, he slept all day because that Benadryl not to his ass all day. My, my man had a doggy allergic reaction? Yeah, to, I don't know what. He's saying, he's saying <laughs> something, though. No. You got to stop sniffing around, bro. 
He had me stressed. Oh. Stress. His whole face was swollen. <laughs> My man got chill. Like yeah. I'm telling you, he wake up and choose violence every day. But yesterday he didn't because that Benadryl had him on his ass. Yeah, he was on that lead. <laughs> and he only had a half a children's Benadryl. That's all it takes. Ah, uh, children's all Benadryl too. Day. <laughs> all it take. All day. My boy was knocked out. He was. I was so worried. So dog moms get shout outs too because I'm telling you, don't nobody want to wake up in the middle of the night to listen to a dog throwing up somewhere. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that's that's so right. crazy to me. Like, yeah, talk. it is. David, how was your Mother's Day? Uh, Mother's Day was pretty chill. Uh, so me, and my sisters, they uh, we plant. Uh, first of all, there were flowers involved. Hmm. Of course, my sisters they held they held it down from where they were. I held it down from where I was. So, uh, we had flowers come, and then after that. It was pretty, the day was chill. Like, it was very low-key. Okay. I think, I think honestly, I think that's a... chill yesterday. Well, because, like... That Mother's Day was chill. Hattie worked on Mother's Day. <laughs> I ain't even mad. Because you know what, like... work every day. <laughs> going out for Mother's Day is typically a hassle. Oh, absolutely. You try to book a restaurant. You try to get a reservation. Oh, my goodness. So... I was happy when she was like, I don't want to do much. I don't want to chill. I was like, good, good. And then I saw my mother today, mm-hmm. took care of her because she crazy too. Shout out to mom. Love you, mom. But you know, you crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, also, another thing I usually do on Mother's Day is I call all the moms that pretty much took care of me my whole life. <laughs> a lot of moms to call. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did. I put them all in the group chat. <laughs> I can't. No, y'all. That's it. Happy Mother's Day. It's too many of y'all to text. Yeah. Uh, I got to, I got to at least, you got to at least make the attempts. Like, even if they don't answer the phone, that's when you got to leave the voicemail. Like, hey, wanted to call. Yeah. Just wanted to say Happy Mother's Day. Love you. Thank you for everything you do. I hope you're, I hope you're doing well. Have a great day. Yeah. And my hearts go out to the ones who lost their moms. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And this day is always hard. Right. Or so, wives. Right. Yeah, yeah. Holidays sometimes. That's why like, it's a hard time for some people. Like, you know, that's what, yeah, yeah. I see, I saw some of that too. Yeah. You know, social media. Like I was saying, I was reading one thing when it was like, we don't think about, Sometimes it's hard to be on social media, especially like people experience loss during the holidays and stuff like that. You know, everybody has a tendency to like Mother's Day. Everybody posts the pictures of their mom. I mean, Mother's Day posts, everything looks all hunky dory and love and everything. And it was like, dang, that's hard for some people who experience loss at this time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, we didn't think about it. It made me think like, dang, people, you know, you have to like literally like not be on social media for the next. And then they said, what was it like? 72 hours or something like that. Mm hmm. Even because, when you're suffering from uh, infertility, too. Right. It's hard for them as well. They want to be a mom or they lost their babies. Right. Yeah. Or I think about someone like my mom. Like, we lost my grandma this year. So I think about her and I think about, like, that's got to, that can't be, that's not easy. Like, I I don't think I can live without my mom. And my mom lost her mom. Yeah. And I can't, I can't even imagine how that feels. 
Yeah. So if if your mom isn't around anymore, my heart goes out to you. Our hearts go out to you. Hopefully, hopefully you you're not feeling too or you you feel you've had comfort. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So shout out to the moms. Um so the yeah, ones to keep that it, are here and the ones that aren't. Yeah. So to keep it moving, I know we gotta like get into some shenanigans here today. Oh, um, a little bit. So there's a little bit of shenanigans going on right now. There's a little yeah, bit. We got a shenanigan. So I got it. We got to get into this because this is crazy. And this is the reason why we have, as a community, have a hard time with leadership and things like that. So trusting peoples. Yeah. And organizations so, and all that. Yeah. So we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I think we, we brought this up, but co-founder, Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter co-founder. Her name is Patrice. Is it Coolors? Coolors? C-U-L-O-R-S? I'm telling you, I don't trust nobody who spelled their name like that. So it's it's P A T R I S S E. That's Patrice. Um, I like Patrice O'Neill. Oh, okay. So she um while back we talked about how Black Lives Matter apparently had purchased like several multi-million dollar mansions, homes. Mm -hmm. Um, and apparently there was some some um suspicion that they used the Black Lives Matter funds, funds the donations yep. that stuff people gave to them during these times to purchase these homes. And we're not talking about cheap homes. If you don't remember... Like $6 million? One, one was yep. $6 million, I think. It was a two in like LA, one in Atlanta. Well, <laughs> several multi-million dollar homes. Yep. So, I don't know, this came out today, I think the ninth, if you guys are checking this, where first she said, no, there was, there was denial. That's not what they used it for. It was used for actually like purposes, stuff like that. Well, today, apparently, that has changed. Her story has changed. So I'm just going to read this. Where is this from? New York Did Post. You the one from, yeah. I was about to say, Did you read the one from the New York Post? Yeah, that's why I just pulled up. <laughs> BLM co-founder Patrice Colo has admitted to throwing two parties at the organization's swanky mm-hmm. $6 million Los Angeles mansion, despite Ooh. previously suggesting that she had never used the property for personal gain. 38-year-old told the Associated Press on Monday she's hosted her son's birthday party at a gathering to celebrate President Biden's inauguration at the six-bedroom property earlier this year. Uh, Wait, of course, the pictures though. They sitting around at the table drinking mimosas. I know you see this. Yeah, you see this. Too, yeah, <laughs> like clang clanging it up. I'm talking about like clang 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 clang. Right, like, right. and I remember they had put out like a little video. This was like a year or two ago, I guess. Like and it was filming uh, at this property. Like you shouldn't have done that. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, people were suspicious first. I mean, um, also, that's the that's the holiday you chose to. That's what you chose to celebrate, or you said to celebrate Biden's <laughs> inauguration. Well, let's keep it a buck. They threw it. They threw a party, right? They they've been shelling. Like, and then apparently she admitted to throwing her son's birthday party there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a picture of the house too. Goodness, six million dollars in LA don't get you far. <laughs> It don't. It's yeah, so, not. So apparently, it's a it's a six bedroom, swimming pool, sound stage, and all an office space. This is back in twenty twenty. This is the house they purchased. This is mm-hmm. this this is just the house in L A. Yeah. Um, California so, California housing prices are not. You don't get your bang for your buck. So she's, yeah. So that's what. So here's what she said at the time: the property was purchased by Black Lives Matter to serve as a meeting venue and a campus. She also mm-hmm. issued a statement denying suggesting that she lived at the property or taking advantage of it for personal gain. Right. 
So she's well, saying she only used it twice. You gonna mm-hmm. tell me you ain't live in this house? First, I just don't understand what what like I was reading the article and I'm just like, well, why? Why did you purchase this? Like, what what was the point? Mm. Okay, now I'm looking at the at the layout. This okay, the house is one nice. part. This is like a pool house, pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a nice house. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the back. Oh. Right. Yeah, you gotta have bread to, oh. to even get a house in LA. Oh. You gotta have bread. Okay, so now we get to see the whole house. The interior is slamming. Right. This pool little spot out back with the deck. First of all, okay. No, let's just keep it a buck. Stop lying. Yeah. Stop lying. This is not. This is not a business meeting space. No, it's not. Get it your ass right. an office with a conference room. Mm-hmm. Or you could have even rented out a space. Not, not, and not only that, this is one of several multi-million dollar properties. Yep. So, like, this is just the L.A. one. This is just L.A. I think they have one in Atlanta. There's another one, too. This is just your L.A. spot. You clean, clanging it up in the pictures with the champagne glasses and all that. You look like you live in your best life. So Must be nice. So at first when I said this, I said the optics look bad. If you are meeting and stuff here, you don't need a $6 million space when you protesting people suffering and dying. Mm-hmm. Just keep it what it is. That they initially purchased it to for like um, important people that come through and meet with them. You think oh, to house them? No, 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 no. Let's, let's again no, keep it a buck. Just like have meetings. Keep it a buck. I've no, 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 no. We can't. <laughs> you don't need a swimming pool and a pool house for people who are trying to. You're donating to your grassroots organization. Mm-hmm. No, you're not gonna get me with that. I'm no, no. I know better. I know better. Sorry, that don't work here. Like, if you read in the article, there's like so many excuses. There's a lot of excuses. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes you look, it, it, it makes, it just makes it all look bad. Right. Because I feel mm-hmm. like it takes away from the seriousness of Black men being killed in the streets. Right. Um, because, you know, everybody shouts Black Lives Matter when someone is killed. Um, right. But also right. white people are looking at it like, we told you so. <laughs> That's the thing. So let's go. Some of these, so again, it was that. And then she said, apparently she had been receiving death threats and she, you know, need to be safe, something like that. Higher mm-hmm. security. Dude, first of all, I'm looking at, this is not a place you live if you want to be secure. Nope. Like, <laughs> this doesn't scream seclusion and right. isolation and I need to be secure. First, it looks like a major street right there on the side of it, in front of it. Like, right. I mean, like we I'm... talked about it, we were saying before, like, Black Lives Matter wasn't started for black men exactly so this this goes into so but now the problem is this could damn near be criminal yeah non-profit is a charity this is what you're not supposed to be doing you're not supposed to use funding this like this goes into like campaign funding non-profit funding all these mm-hmm. things you're not supposed to be using for personal use Would this right. be considered like embezzlement um, it can't I, I feel like it can but also it would be you should it's not so much like embezzlement. It's like misuse of funds, fraud, things okay. like that. You know, okay. because, be because no. I mean, no, nah, because it's not funny. It's a something. white collar crime. There's, it is. Yeah. It is. But what it is, like I said, when you go think about like campaign finance fraud, 
Think about like misappropriation of funds and stuff like that. Things right. especially like a nonprofit or charity. The whole the whole aspect is how you obtain the money is supposed to be used for certain things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and there are people who get around some of these rules and you justify it and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But this is extreme, you know? And the thing is you shouldn't, unless you take a salary for yourself and that salary still has to be within measure and gauge and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. now from your salary, you now do these things. It's on you now, you purchase this. So my right. question is, whose name is on these deeds? And whose name is on the, the property? Right. You know, and yeah. then and then how are they going to be able to tie six million dollar donation came in, sixteen dollar purchase here? Like the where's the money trail for this? Mm-hmm. And if the money trail leads back to the funding from the organization, now we have a huge problem. Mm-hmm. You know, like and uh, you know what I can act. I, I hate to compare it to this, but. You know how people were donating to Donald Trump and like how he's getting like sued out of his house right now. Yes, like yes. and he's probably using that money for like lawyer fees and legal yeah. fees and to like well, hush that's money. What for they, yeah. so I was reading that the Black Black Lives Matter during the whole thing with George Floyd, they had mm-hmm. so many donations, ninety million dollars right. in donations. Mm, I which, don't need a penny. I they did, still, I don't and the problem, the problem, yeah. the big problem is they still haven't reported on that money. Nope. Yeah. So, they so, just, so she geez. stepped down, and now um, they have somebody. I cannot say his name, but now apparently they're supposed to get everything together. He about to be the scapegoat. He about to take the L. Yeah. Right. Like I hate to say that, but like so because. That, and that's another thing. You have to report on your earnings as an organization. That's why, you know, I ain't going to go too deep at people how they start nonprofits and businesses. You have to report on the money you make, right. on what comes in. And so for years, they haven't been reporting. Mm. And so, again, that looks bad. So they made excuses on why they weren't reporting because they said, basically, they're unorganized. But mm. unorganization is only going to get you so far. Right. There's a there's a there's a endpoint where unorganization starts to become non-compliance and eventually criminal. Right. You know. So yeah. So I'm looking. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. I can't uh, even say his name. So is is it? No, Diane. <laughs> Diane. No, it was a is a dude. Short Shamalaya. Oh. Just go further down in the article. You'll see it. Okay, because I'm looking at one thing. I'm looking at who purchased the, the house. So someone named Diane Pichel two weeks after. Okay, see, this the article revealed that the residence was purchased by, I guess, Diane Pascal two weeks after Black Lives Matter received a $66.5 million from its fiscal sponsor. Pascal is the financial manager for an LLC operated by Colors and her spouse, Janaya Khan. So, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Mm. So the financial manager, okay, who's operating their LLC is operated by the BLM girls. Yeah, her and her spouse, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Nadine, not Diane. <laughs> or at least that's what I saw. That's another, that's another woman. Oh. So I say this this is getting it's a whole squad. This is getting yeah, because I know there's three, there was three initial. Leaders, I think, for Black Lives Matter, right? It's three girls, right? Mm-hmm. So this is this is about to get messy, y'all. 
And this, this goes back to my whole original point that no matter what happens from this, even either way, let's say even they do come out and they didn't do anything wrong. They don't face any real issues or criminal charges, which can be negotiated, by the way. Or if they come out and this is all messy and it gets real messy and people get in trouble, mm-hmm. who loses? First of all, we lose because we believed in this so much to the point of where like people have people literally have tattoos of BLM. People we have streets of put- BLM. Right. In DC, in, in DC. Chicago, mm-hmm. in San Francisco. But I mean, I mean, black lives still matter. Absolutely. But it's the movement has ruined it for us. But right. but but that's gonna but end I always up- said now I've always had my feelings about the BLM movement forever. Yeah, because yeah. I just feel like it was a pick and choose situation on when okay. should we rally and when we should not. Because I'm still saying when the man was killed in Pittsburgh over the damn police dog, nobody rallied with his family at all. Mm. There was no Black Lives Matter then, so it's like a pick and choose kind of thing on when Black Lives really matter. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. So I never was a supporter. Like I wasn't donating any money or anything like that. Yeah, I wasn't either because we did the pod months ago and I read their website and what they was yeah, really about. That's true. Um, but the problem is, yeah, I remember that our culture has taken up this BLM mantle. Mm-hmm. And right. what's what hopefully, and I, I kind of don't want this to happen, but when we have these structures in place, when we have these people in place that are supposed to prop up our community, kind of like be leadership in our community, mm-hmm. and now we have stuff like this. It makes us look bad, but it also makes us mistrust people when they come up and try to do good. Mm-hmm. So the next person who comes up, the next organization who comes up and wants to do something good and they may be doing it the right way. We've been through so much trauma that we're going to look at them skeptically. Yeah. Oh, y'all. Yeah, don't trust a lot of people. Exactly. Right. Because of this, things keep happening. Every time we get yeah. a little leader, they come up and do some nasty stuff. They do some messy stuff, some dirty stuff. Now we got organizations up here doing messy stuff. And so it's like, dang, who are we supposed to look to in these situations? You know, at least we BLM was a rally point, especially when we had those protests a couple of years ago, early pandemic. Mm. It was a positive, even if their overall message wasn't what we thought it was, mm-hmm. it ended up being a positive light. Right. In a time for us as a people, right? Yeah. All that gets tarnished. Yeah. And that's what they don't understand. Once this stuff comes up dirty, now look at this article. This article is already kind of the tone of this article already has like, all right, now we got y'all. You know? Like right. this is social, this is New York Post. Mm-hmm. And like you said, too, now so we don't begin to trust. They lose credibility. This looks bad. Like I said, this looks so bad for the average black person who can't sniff this stuff and if and like i said and if it was obtained in right ways the optics look bad why not report on your earnings why why purchase these homes for these types of things when the people who are donating to you apparently i don't know but you're talking about getting 66 million dollars from people Jeez. maybe well, they, said 90. they got 90 million dollars well you know what then who was donating Oh, you already know it was. Oh, that's what there's, I'm saying. there's definitely there's definitely 
a multiple change.org mm-hmm. uh, petitions. That's what I'm saying. So like when you that's when you claim you for the people, you you gotta be for the people, you gotta be around the people. Like you can't be a man or a woman of the people and sit on the <laughs> top of the mountaintop on a big house somewhere. I'm sorry, it don't look right. And say, because, nah, oh, y'all can't can come you, in. <laughs> because it's, there's go always gonna be a disconnect. If you go back to why they started it, the movement, I mean But that's what that's what I'm saying. It goes back it. to was it yeah. really for us? It wasn't really for us. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, because but but they they built their backs on us though. Mm. So that and that goes they back made, to another point. They, they made us care. They profited off of us. <clears throat> they profited off of a movement that probably wasn't in their their initial mission. Mm. But then that goes but, back to more dismistrust. Okay, but you know what? At the end of the day. I mean, what they did was wrong, but also the people who donated, they should be kicking themselves because why didn't anybody question where this money is going? Because whenever people somebody actually asked did. me to donate, I always, but I mean, before these articles came out, yeah. before you even came out of pocket and dropped big money, nobody asked, where is this money going? Because I would have asked. I never donate right. without asking that question. Like, even in the co- with the collection plate, uh, <laughs> where's my money going when I put this in this collection plate? Because I'm not about to come out of pocket with big money. Right. <laughs> and and you not Joe Olstein out this. <laughs> right. But, but that's the problem. That, and that goes back to, again, you should ask where your money's going. We mm-hmm. should never just be blindly given just because mm-hmm. it's, it sounds good or everybody else is doing it. No one knew what their mission was. Right. If you had asked anybody, like I said, it wouldn't be going to the website like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, fam. We went, we did that on the, on the show. We did. Right yeah. there, like, hold fast. No one's asking these questions. That's part yeah. of the problem. Because if, if, if anybody had any digging in the first place, we would have saw some of this and been like, I don't know, this is not really what we, what we thought it was. Mm-hmm. Now we're sitting up at $6 million mansions, clink clinging it up. And now you get caught Pictures. up in the world. I was like, dang, they really clean cleaning it up. Really? Yeah. So, but like I said, it's just unfortunate because, like I said, I just, the next, the other organizations that are really doing good, the other people that are out here really trying, now it's going to be hard for them to raise money. Right. To get support and backing because everybody's been burned and scarred by the, by the scammers. But they should have known that they were going to dig into them because, I mean, come on. Well, you know, that's why, you know what, like. (sighs) They wanted to take them down. Oh, from the beginning. (laughs) For real. So they should have known. They should have dotted all their. What is it? Dot your T's and cross your eyes. What's that saying? Dot your eyes, cross your T's. Yeah. But (laughs) cross your T's, dot your eyes. Yeah. But but that's true. Dot your eyes, cross your T's. You got to tie up all your loose ends. Any any black person, any black organization that's coming up that is really making a name on advocacy, Mm -hmm. you better make sure everything is in order. Right, because you, you know they're going to look into you. They're going right. to look. They're going to find anything. You, mm-hmm. you really think they're they getting all this money? The protesting, all that stuff? Yeah. You really think them cats wasn't going to start looking into you? Come on, fam. They should have right. known Big Brother was going to come because he always watching. Right, but and it's really sad because I believe in Black Lives Matter as a statement. 
Yes. And I think that's what messes me up because especially when people would always ask, like, especially they would ask me for some reason. I don't know why, but like people would ask, so what's the whole, so what's up with this whole Black Lives Matter thing? And I'm like, you, so you don't think Black Lives should matter? Like, well, I, I think. Because people say when you shout Black Lives Matter, you're still supporting the organization because you're shouting. Right. But, but I mean, like you're saying, like, my life matters. Yeah. I think a lot my of li- didn't, like my life shouldn't matter. I think a lot of people didn't even know it was an organization behind it at first. I think right. they thought it was just a name and a rally cry, you know? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't I until did. later. Yeah. When did they first come around? I mean, I, they've I, been I around since like them. Ferguson and um. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I I'm sure. when they first came on the scene was with um Ferguson. That was yeah. the first time I heard of them. Yeah, so I, I don't think so I, think I thought. I mean, I'm one of the people who thought they started this movement because of everything that was going on. But then when we were talking about, it, I had no idea that was why they started it. Right, and a lot of people from that went during that first Ferguson time aren't around anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, a lot of people that were at those protests that were <laughs> out there in the streets, they aren't around anymore. Wow, that was just two years ago. They should have supported Trey Brown's mom because she was trying to run for office in Florida. Yeah, that's true. But because, again, we we know the truth now. We know what they're really about now. Mm -hmm. Let me get this come up so that Mm -hmm. I don't have to struggle. Yeah, but also... Their their prime it looks like their primary mission wasn't the people. Yeah, they're killing a black man either. Mm. It was gonna uh, come out with all white collar crime words, racketeering. <laughs> Rico. <laughs> Rico white collar crimes. Oh, I mean, it's going to be called black collar crime. Because see, that's the I'm, thing they can get. A, there's a lot of organizations that actually do get away with this. The white ones get I, away with yeah, this. I was about oh, absolutely. I'm seeing, seeing a lot of black people lately going to jail for some serious white collar crimes, like embezzlement. That's because we I mean, they won't let us do that stuff. Look, right, but, but it's okay for them. It's okay for them. That's what's going white collar. Once we come yeah, around, it's like, up. oh, hey, I can, I, can, I can get away with this. We can't get away oh, with tax that. fraud. Yo, we can't. We can't. We, we are really coming up with our right. crimes. Like, Man, we can't. We can barely get away with jaywalking. We, we, going in, we were going to jail for drugs. Now we're going to jail for money laundering. PPP right. scam. We can't get away with yeah. it. They've been doing this forever. They've been moving and running around and doing all types. They've been doing this stuff forever. Yo. That's what I'm talking about. Like, but, Campaign yeah. campaign finance. That's what politicians right. do. What they do? Right. Campaign finance, bro. We see that we hear that just about every election term. Mm-hmm. One politician getting in trouble because how they use their bread. Right. It don't nothing happen to them. Like, oh, I, I wasn't supposed to take these people out to eat with these campaign funds. I wasn't supposed to buy that house. Oh man. Yeah. See, oh, that's God. what that was. What Black Lives Matter was trying to do. It was yeah. taking in these donations and thought, oh, we can wind and dine some big wigs. Like that's not what you're <laughs> supposed to do with this money, sis. 
They said two, this in 2020, she, they they was already looking her up. So apparently uh, she So they were building a case. Black Lives Matter reported no income in 2020. She was listed as the only employee and she was an unpaid employee in 2020. That was on their 990 on their IRS form. Mm-hmm. Tax file. Yep. You feel like they was like, yo, was like some just, I feel like they just took advantage of a situation. They knew, like, yo, if we state this as our movement, we can come up with a lot of money. And they was like, whoop. And now, look, mansions for everybody. Now they're trying to be like Oprah. Right. That picture just made me so mad. It was really sitting there sipping mimosas, clink, clinging, and kicking. Right. Kenny, like, are there any other, are there any organizations besides churches that don't have to pay taxes? Nonprofit organizations, technically. So churches are kind of like a, a subsidiary of like a nonprofit organization. Churches, schools, um, and then like the charitable organizations. So like youth serving organizations, anything like a nine, like a five, what they call a 501C3, it's considered a nonprofit organization. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a technically it's a you don't own that organization. That's why you have a board of trustees or board members. Technically, right. you do not own your nonprofit organization. That's another thing people get up, mistaken. But that's also right. because it's public. It's supposed to be a public charity. So well, you're gonna have to educate me. And what kind so, of? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I have a question. Uh-huh. Right, I'm dumb. Which churches and they have the deacons and the pastors they're on a salary it should be yes who, yep. who, and they don't have to find the church the church pays them the church meaning us but that's yes. what that's so if you think about it that way yeah and that's that why collection to, plate yeah and that's why you're supposed See, to report that's why on that. No collection plate. get out my face <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, just like with any other nonprofit too, any other like public institution, like that's where the funds come from. So everything, yep. so like I've served on boards of churches and stuff like that. I've seen this too. So like, that's how you make the money. Now, the whole thing is salaries are supposed to be allocated. You have a set salary. You know how much, if you think about a pastor, pastor of a church, like a CEO of an organization, that's mm-hmm. what it's supposed to be like. They're the head. But you still have board members in front above them that checks and balances what they do. Right. But the, the CEO has a set salary. The staff has a set salary. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you make donations at any given point, like your tithe at a church, for example, that's that's considered like a charitable donation. That's mm-hmm. also why when you when you tithe at a church at the end of the year, you get a statement that you can file on your taxes to say how much you gave. It's public right. record. You know, mm-hmm. all that is public record. So when you're tithing, especially like a church, the money should already be allocated. Right. You know how much is going for. I mean, church is a business. Let's be real. Yep. You still have building upkeep. You got mortgage. You got rent, whatever the funds are. You got to pay bills in that church. Outside like Jesus did back in the day. But, <laughs> but then the nonprofits the same way. They're not like, let's say, for example, um, nonprofit. I used to run a nonprofit, so I know. Um, mm-hmm. But like salary taking staff add staff we had the building we had to pay for that you know like i always thought that honestly people probably gonna come from me i always thought that churches and all of this stuff was volunteer work like i i volunteer 
Like, I do too. I thought this was volunteer work. I mean, you are literally making work for the Lord. Some of it is, some of it isn't. Like honestly, big churches, no. A lot of them, they they they're getting paid for, but 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 I mean, like the I will say churches, I will say there's good and bad in that. Mm-hmm. Good in that for the pastors who do do that on an international level, they're that's their full time job. And right. they can justify it, and they actually spend time at the church, and they doing stuff. There's something going on every day. They got stuff going on. Yes, okay, you should be. You know, I mean, that's that's your job, pretty much. Mm-hmm. There are some people where it's not their job, you know, and they can get by. You know, on a, like on a Sunday, they volunteer and stuff like that. So there's certain ways depending on the structure, you know, like right. Um, and then there's some who it looks bad. The mega churches. But they got pastors got private jets and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and a lot of that's times cause, that's because the, the, the money that be going in the collection plate be like a thousand, three thousand. Do you really need this much? That. I'm telling you. More than that. Um, I be, I yeah, definitely more than that. Like, so why are you donating three thousand dollars? Well, because and I don't want to get too churchy on this, but mm. there's this whole thing called the prosperity message. If you probably heard if you go to church. Whereas like the whole, there's a whole message that apparently comes from the Bible where it says you're supposed to give 10% of your income, yeah. you know? And so people give 10% of their income. So yeah. imagine, you know. As a financial planner would say, if you broke, you can't be giving the church 10% of your income because you ain't got no money. Right. In your 10% of nothing is nothing. <laughs> and that's and that's the ongoing debate for a lot of this stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, but there are some pastors who they preach that and they they that's a primary focus for them mm-hmm. because it's an avenue of income. And there are some pastors who preachers who they prey on that. Yeah. And they get Absolutely. people to buy into that, and that's how they make money. Now mm-hmm. I will say there are a large majority of pastors who have multiple streams of income, and that's where some people get it, and it does look bad, like. I've seen some pastors who, yeah, they, they preach, but they also have book deals. Mm. They've gotten into real estate. You know, they got other stuff going on outside the church where they taking their money and stuff like that and flipped it different ways. You know, right. like a guy like T.D. Jakes, for example, you know, yeah. where he got TV deals. He got book deals. He got. Yeah. You know, but he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they give a lot of money to his church, too. But like he also has other ways of getting money now. Guys right. get on TV now and stuff like that. So, but yeah, it, it's a money making venture. Unfortunately, people make money off of it. And like I said, then these charitable organizations, you know, I've seen it firsthand. Oh. Uh, it's it's political sometimes. Yeah, I always had a saying sure. for it, but I ain't gonna say it because people probably gonna come for me on here, and I don't want to. I'm trying to help us get people. Not I know. Right. It's it's it's, it's touchy, but I keep it real. It's touchy yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. I'm but, sure. But but for when it comes to like the, the designation as a charitable organization, there's a lot of details and there's a lot of little maneuvering that you can do. I was about to say. Because like a lot of, I'm sure a lot of loopholes in there. Yeah, there are. There are with some yeah. of this stuff, you know. Yeah. And again, for some so people they play the game. I mm-hmm. honestly, I'm not even gonna hold you, and that's because I mean, I, well, I already know the Catholic Church, but I honestly thought everybody who did this, I would thought it was volunteer. It's called me stupid, but I did. I honestly thought people just volunteered to preach the Lord's word because I mean, 
they make you feel like crap about if you don't go. Right. Well, and that's what also not only, but not only that, they make you feel like crap if you don't tie. Well, think about it. We don't tie. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. So think about it. I would really say, like, if you go into a place and that's what they, they really kicking that hard, like kicking that hard. Right. You might want to look around, like, wait, like, like I said, it's a whole thing. It's called the prosperity message. Like a lot of people talk about. I'm glad you said it because if I ask people, like. Y'all are donating so much money into that plate. Where is your money going? Do you know that nobody could give me like a straight answer? They'll be like, oh, it goes to the pastor is doing things. They're going on trips for the church and it goes to like they could never give me a real answer. Like you said, like the pastor got to get paid for church. They got to get money. And you got to you got to upkeep the the building. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like some of these buildings, we're talking about multi-million dollar facilities, too. Absolutely. Think about yeah, ever seen, you ever seen a sixty thousand dollar light bill? People don't, people don't talk about stuff like that. Them lights, them light bills cost bread. Hey, this parking lot gotta be repaved. Mm-hmm. You're talking sixty stacks to put, get a repaved parking lot. Them yeah. lights up there, they got yeah. The sound system costs bread, David. You know yeah. that soundboard. Yeah. That soundboard. <laughs> that soundboard. That soundboard. Is ten expensive. stacks. Like yeah. So yes, there are actual, but also too places like that that's why they're supposed to give a report at the end of the year telling mm-hmm. you how they spent the bread that right. is supposed to be public record too that's mm-hmm. why some church the ones who do it and that's why the board is supposed to be a part of that the congregation and that's why they have annual meetings and they'll present that right they should right they should so that way people mm-hmm. know there's a lot of a lot of churches give away to missions right but they give money to missionaries in other parts of the world like mm-hmm. I know the church, they used to, like that was a big thing for them. So they were yeah. literally supporting. Hey, you over there in Indonesia, you over there in India. And like they, that was part of the giving. There was allocated right. in the budget to give to other places. But mm-hmm. if people don't talk about that stuff, they don't know it because, yeah. This is very fitting because look, I, I don't trust. <laughs> talk about black people don't trust. I, mean, I don't trust giving. Right. But but that's don't and, come and, to me. No, there but, are a lot of people that don't. There's a lot of people that feel that way because we have situations where people get burned. Mm. And also, like I said, the optics, a lot of stuff, too, where you have this one person that sits at the top who looks mad rich and is living a luxurious lifestyle. That looks right. bad sometimes. It does. Like, and get a new car. A brand new car. I mean, hey, what's up, Reverend? I like that new I like that new Porsche. So I'm not going to lie. Like, I, because I, that's one of the things, one, the organization I used to work with, we would we would fund other organizations in the community, right, mm-hmm. to do youth work. And a lot of places we partnered with for churches because they were already in the community. They already had programs in place. Mm-hmm. So I used to travel to some of these places. And I would pull up at a church like, fam, where am I? One place, one place, pastor pulled up in the fresh new, the new, the new biz, the G-Wagon. My man and hopped yo. out. My man hopped out some Prada slides, some Prada sandals, silk suit. Armani sunglasses. Hey, like, yo. Who is you? <laughs> Literally hopped out the, the black, all black, tinted up, rimmed up wagon. He was the pastor of the church. We went to one place. We met them up. We met them at the tarmac. And four of them came in a private jets. Yeah. Listen. And it's like, and so you sit there and thinking, it's like, even if you are. And let's say you did obtain your funds right and you made your bread and you did everything correctly. Mm-hmm. 
there's a disconnect between that and, the, and your congregation. When a lot of people come broken and broke and damn near homeless, that's hard to for so for people on the outside looking in. Right. It looks bad. It looks like you got all this and they have nothing. Right. You know, so this is literally looking behind the curtain to see what's going on. So it's like there has to be some level of like humility, groundedness too. If you working in a if you working with people and your whole job is to like service people, you can't look like the dude on the mountain, the man or the woman on the mountaintop. It talking down bad. to the people. It looks like a disconnect, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what I'm saying. So like people don't they, they don't get that yet. Right. They don't get that. When, when your congregation is looking up at you, and then these people worship you. They treat you like God because you look, you propped up. There are yeah. some even some churches that are even built like that where the stage in the congregation is higher than everyone else. Yeah. And so the central focus is not God, it's that person. You know, yeah. that's what that's when this stuff starts to look bad. So I know we just went on this whole tangent on church, but I think it ties into this, whereas like I say, even yeah. Black Lives Matter, like right. it's million dollar mansion. Yeah, and I wanted to say uh Black Lives Matter is a 501 C three. Yeah, it's a, it's a nonprofit charity. Yeah. Which again, supposed to be public against you, supposed to be reporting your, your funding. That's why they got California. This is 2020. That's what they filed. They filed mm-hmm. It's called a 990 form. If you ever seen it before, that's the form. That's the actual name of the form you file to report your. Say it one more time, sorry. It's a, called a 990. It's the number 990. Okay. So just like most people, when you file your taxes, there's a number like, you know, um, 1040, 1040 stuff like that. Right. So a 990 is the one that the organizations file to report their earnings. In 2020, gotcha. this is the file. They said. The listed her colors, whatever her name is, as an uncompensated executive director, meaning she was not getting any money. Um, they, she was their only employee at the time. They mm-hmm. also reported that they were no revenue, no assets, no contributions or expenses. Meaning that form in t- 2020, they found that they got nothing. They made no money. And they did. I'm sure uh, they, man, they made bread. <laughs> so that's 2020. That's what they listed. They said they made nothing. That is public record in California. You know what's crazy? That's just like you're profiting off people dying. You're profiting off people getting like people are getting murdered, literally. And we go out and protest. We donate to the organization so that they can like under the pretense that like they're helping the people either get out of jail or you're paying for funeral expenses. And none of that is happening. But they never said that that's what they were going to do. Yeah. but There was nothing ever posted saying that. But again, right. we can't even see what they had posted on their website as far as donations because they did change it when all of this started. So they changed I don't haven't, know. They changed it and haven't reported on it. Yeah. But my thing is, too, when this stuff started happening, so when we started protesting, we started rallying, None of them came out and said, no, 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 that's not what we about. Mm. They let it ride. Right. So if you weren't about this, you didn't tell anybody, no, no, that's not really what we're doing. We're about this over here. Now, they ain't say that. They took that money, too. And they took that money. So when you take your money and you don't say nothing, we believe you about this. Right. But when nothing was happening in return from all these donations why weren't people asking the right questions because 
people it took a while, I guess. Well, no, because the average person doesn't know what to ask. Right. It Especially, takes the digging. Yeah. Think about, like I said, go to church. People at church don't know where the money What's, going. When you right. most people don't know, most people don't know when you give. You really don't know where your money is going. Unless you in the loop or you know how the structures work. Yeah, unless people you're working with the people, you don't know where the money like you don't know that like money is going to donate for like a food a food pantry. Or you don't money's going to help this uh ministry over here so that they can uh go help uh homeless people. Just or, like it's your money, so you can't ask because it's you, your money. You can't ask, you should ask. Most mm-hmm. people, most people who do stuff like this, they're banking on the fact that you're not going to ask, that you don't know any better. So they're really preying on your ignorance in some of this part. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I say they ain't come on dispute anything. They ain't come on say no, we don't do this. They let it ride. They kept that let this let this money roll. Right. You know? I really would like to know what they have posted on their site to get people to donate. Like, I want I want to know like, were you promising stuff for people to just make all no, the donations? No, it was an advocacy group. You just post that- it. But like they never came out and said, oh, you know, donate to our cause because we will put this money towards X, Y, Z and one, two, three. I just feel like people just assume that's what they were going to do with the money, even though if you read what they started this organization for, you would be like, oh, they ain't got nothing to do with what's going on right now. Yeah. But that's what happens a lot of times when we can say something, let's say like what's what like GoFundMe's and stuff like that, you know? Oh, like, oh, go find me another one where Ooh. a lot of people be scamming. We can talk about say, that oh, too. We can, we can say it's going towards funeral expenses, but there's no accountability. There's no track once you get that money where it's actually spent. Now there is. Not now, yeah, yeah. Scammed, now, but, but now there is because for a you have, while they yeah. were they were getting up over on people. I can mm-hmm. say yeah, I could have said anything, and it sounded mm-hmm. good, and it got popular. People would give. People yeah. want to give by nature, and that's the problem. People have big hearts sometimes, but. Sometimes some people poverty don't. porn. That's what they call it. Poverty yeah. porn. Yeah, absolutely. So I know we got to roll. Can we get five minutes? Five more minutes. Is that, yeah. is that okay? Yeah. Indy. Okay. So. Well, I know. I know. I know. We got to roll. My bad. I know we yeah. got to go, and I know I was trying to be mindful of time. Oh, we're uh, so good. Okay. We are. We are. Yeah. Um, but I know there's a couple. Bob's and Karen's. Karen's. There's a old, yeah. there's the ultimate Bob and Karen that just happened too. Um, I don't know if Ooh. y'all heard the, um, the 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 sheriff, the one who broke out the inmate, and they was on the mm-hmm. run for the last ten days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my god! Just so I caught. saw that today, even though they got caught. But yes, I saw that. Lovers. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Did they get caught or did she get caught? So no, they both got caught. Okay. So they got caught. Apparently, she just died because she died. Because apparently, as they were catching her, she she got she tried to shoot herself. She tried to kill herself, so she died from self inflicting gunshot wounds. The last uh, thing I saw was they was treating her wound. I didn't know. Apparently, she died. apparently yeah. she had passed away, and I think this happened like the last hour. Or so, because we were talking about doing the last yeah. show, like yeah. I just I saw I saw the article when I was reading the Black Lives Matter article. My mm-hmm. eye just saw that these two had he broke out of jail so i had to go look into it and it was like they was on the run for like 10 days yeah i remember when this happened i lost a bet too dang dang I bet, I bet my wife i didn't think they i thought it was gonna last longer than that dang. that they was gonna try to get oh, out of the country hey happy mother's day right <laughs> I'm sorry, but just no, talking I'm about sorry. this yesterday too. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, 
was and they're not gonna let them get out the country. No, they was like, I remember when the dude did uh in Pennsylvania, he killed the police officer. People really mm-hmm. thought he was gonna dip off. They beat the hell out of him. But the but the crazy <laughs> part is she really risked it all for him for this guy. She, yeah, she did. She rested. She took out her money. She sold her house under value. Like she literally pulled everything out, and 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 got. They tried to plan this out, but my thing is they didn't plan this out well enough. Because where'd they go? Yeah. I saw an episode. Okay, I just saw an episode of um nine one one that was like that. Like Shorty risked it all for the guy, and he ended up killing her. Spoiler. Ah. Uh, yeah. So that, yeah. That's sad. Somebody snitched on him too. They got a tip from a hotel. Oh, that's how they found it. Somebody uh, snitched. Somebody getting that, that reward money. Literally had to be me. Hold on, hold on. That's what I'm talking about. These chicks really be risking it all for some cuckoo bears. Like, did she really think if even if they if she didn't shoot herself and they didn't make it out of the country, did she? He's a serial killer. Right. Like he has killed Shawty, you next. Yeah. You really think that he's gonna let you live? And that's what I was saying. I was saying, what would you think is gonna happen when the money dried up? Because it wasn't that much money. It really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like that was gonna dry up real quick. Or when the wall started closing in, and he started getting stressed and panicked. What do you think he was gonna do to you? I think right. he would have got her. I think he would have used her to. He got out of the country. Yeah. And he would fucking killed her and then dipped off. Yeah. Or he, like she would have been. Either way, she would have either been the scapegoat, the bait, or whatever, or dead weight right. at some point. Like. Yep. Yeah, but this is this is a common story where C COs fall in love with prisoners. I see it on TikTok. Yeah. They be being actually cute. No. Well, you spend so much time around the person, you get to talking to him. Oh, yeah. he's not he's not a person. They don't, that's not what he seems. He's different, and yeah, big six. But yeah, women have this yeah. weird fascination with bad guys. Yeah. Oh, Speaking God. of that, we have to talk about this just real quick. Everybody that, okay, first of all, let me say, okay, I don't know if you wanted to go here, but I'm going to go here. Kevin Samuels passed this week, and I want to say, do you, no, you no, wanna, no, no, we got, we, got, we got a couple minutes. We have, yeah. Okay, okay. So Kevin Samuels passed this week, rest in peace to him. And I want to, I want to put out like, I can't even say Bob and Karen. I can't even like. I want to just say that like people started shitting on this man. Oh, this is as soon as he died. Because you think about it. I mean, I mean, I would never wish. I would never talk ill when somebody passed away. But he did say a lot of nasty things about black women. So it's like, can you blame them for feeling the way that they feel? I mean, have you ever disliked the person where they die and you like fuck them? <laughs> Yeah, I think this this I know I was, uh, this goes into such a, a deeper issue. I think mm-hmm. we might have one, to do on that. <laughs> we might have to. And I don't want to go too okay. deep, but like I mean, one a human being passed away, right? Right. We we don't have to like one thing. It's one thing to be like, okay, when people are on social media, like aha, that's what you get, so stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay. We don't have to do that, you know. Right. I mean, you can't really. I just feel like when it comes to that, it's like you can't really tell people how to feel when somebody dies. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I, can, I mean, I would never. The only ever say it, but I would never be on social media like ah fuck that dude because you but, know again he got family. But but that's it's like if he's 
you can't, sometimes you just can't tell people how to feel. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. We're not telling people how to feel, but there's also the, you can feel and taste as well too. Right. There's, a, there's such thing as being distasteful about it. Yeah. You know, not, people, not only that, like his mom found out on social media. Yeah. Well, well, it's like this. Remember the Columbine kids. Yeah. And remember when they committed suicide, right? Yeah. So people were pissed off because the one of the kids' mom was hurt because she lost a child. People what? were like, "You can't mourn." So you, you know, it's kind of like that. It's like mm. if, if a serial killer kills your family member and then he kills himself. I'm, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like I've been in this situation, but the situation was worse than Kevin Samuels. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had a friend who got killed by her husband, and she and he, he killed himself. And honestly, we was like, "Fuck him! I hope he burn in hell and die. Whatever. I hope he just repeats and dies again." But- so it's like if you are if you hurt, like maybe people were hurt by his words. It's like you can't really. But- no. And I think that's right. But I also think that's, that brings up another point, too. We have to be careful with all these Internet celebrities and personalities and stuff that we're really putting our trust into. Right. As, as someone who murders someone else, I understand that. I was just saying this on the last show. I look at these people like Kevin Samuels. I look at these people like actors now. Mm-hmm. That's how I take their word. That's how I take them. Um, he's, he was a personality. Yeah. These people find a way. They're making money on social media. This is their bag. This is their this is their occupation at this point. He was mm-hmm. a shock jock. Shock jock. I'm gonna say stuff to get a rise out of people. Mm-hmm. You know. So we just have to be, and also too, like we got to be careful. And, and the people we we hang on every word. Are they qualified to do this? So as far as I know, like and I hate to say that. I said this before. Is he qualified to speak on these things? Yeah. or is it just another pe- person giving an opinion you know right. so just like and i say this about myself like well i'm on here doing the same thing not so much in relationships but we talk about these things right make sure you know who i am before you listen to me right and even if you listen to me or us take it with you, a grain of salt but you also have to take it and how how you deserve if you don't agree with it cool if you agree with it cool like but we have mm-hmm. to figure that out for ourselves each person so as we right. get on social media and we're starting to see a lot, back in the day, these people had to be qualified to get in front of a camera or a mm-hmm. microphone. Nowadays, you don't have to be qualified to get in front of these things now, too. So now right. you have a lot of people who are just they doing it because they see it's an avenue to try to get some bread or attention. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful about this now. You know, yeah. I will say this. That making me mad is the people who was talking shit. When people start speaking out like, oh, you people are wrong for saying nasty things. Now they're like, oh, he was a prophet. He was it. No, no, no. Keep that same energy. You were saying fucking. Yeah, that's. Don't, I mean, Don't do the switch up. Keep there's the that too. There's that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry to, sorry to bring that up. But like, I just kind of felt away about it. I was it. wondering if we was going to talk about Kevin Samuels. I... I think, yeah, there's, I, I think I there's going to be him. another show about or like, something of that. Me personally, I mean, I don't want anybody to die. I didn't like him, but I I mean, he didn't deserve to die. But yeah. it's crazy how he died, though. But that's, yeah. and that's another thing, like I'm saying, like that's what I'm saying. We don't know people, and, and people keep talking about relationships and stuff. And he was with Homegirl. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think. 
you know, it's a cultural thing. And that's why I think it's a conversation that's for this show, because it is a black culture thing. It's like, you got to be careful who you listen to out here in these streets, mm-hmm. you know, and he was such a polarizing figure. But you got to make sure, you know, check their resumes, check resumes out here, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. I don't, we need part two to this. We definitely yeah. need part two. We might have to, we might have to, yeah, we might have to continue this on. So, um, right. but let's let's wrap this one up. I don't know about any. I mean, I know there's a lot of Bob's occurrence, but we don't have yeah. to spend too much time on those. There's a lot of those, but yeah, we always will find those. You know what? I mean, it always boils down to one thing: mind your damn business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or. Don't listen to a man who's not a doctor or a therapist. That's my thing. Or Try even like, or even, like or even an active participant in a healthy relationship. Mm. Why is anybody listening to him? I just feel like people, you know what I see? Oh, I, I said this. I just said this. About, I said this about an hour ago. Because people want attention and people want to be seen. And that, yeah. that, that, Feeling to be seen overtakes a lot of this too. But also, right. too, I said this, and I'll say this real quick. He came along almost at the perfect time in the okay. social media age where women are used to having these conversations. We got talk shows, women on TV, they talk about these things. Men don't typically talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. And so he was like a real early one to come up and start talking about relationships, apparently, supposed to be from a man's perspective and all this stuff. And so because men aren't used to these spaces and having these conversations, they gravitated towards it. Mm-hmm. Men who knew better, he was like, nah, fam, ain't the move. But a lot of cats who never really participated, never really been in this space, and never really felt like they had a voice, they were trying to eat this stuff up. He was you like know? the president of the maniverse. That's what they call it, the maniverse. The maniverse. <laughs> the broken maniverse. maniverse. Like, but think about it. So it was almost like perfect time and like perfect storm, you right. know. And now, now if you go on any social media, now you're starting to see these dudes popping up because a lot of men now starting to talk about this stuff where yeah. we didn't have that before. <sighs> I got mixed feelings on it. Yeah, I do, especially with some of these podcasts. Well, no, there's one particular. Yeah, I'm talking about that one. I'm that talking I'm about that eat. one. But mm-hmm. but that. You need a dirt nap. <laughs> I ain't going that far. I ain't I just going think, that far. I just think. I just. I think we're. I think we're. We're. We're really hitting into dangerous territory. Oh, um, absolutely. We, like people are really look searching for answers out here too, and you know if in like this is this knowledge and power in the wrong hands. Mm-hmm. If you out there saying stuff and and you really don't know what you're saying or you really don't know how it's affecting people. You know, like I said, you just out here shock jock. You just saying stuff to get clicks, to get attention, to get a rise out of people. And you think that shit is cool. That shit ain't cool because you're really playing with people's lives out here. You know, like there's a whole I call it the civil war. There's a whole civil war going on between black men and black women right now. Oh, absolutely. Both sides are hurt. Both sides are searching for answers. And you got people praying and playing with that, that. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, we got to do better than this. Like, as a people, we have to be able to point this out and be like, "That's bullshit. That's yeah. not right." You know, and that, but that everybody probably, has the cheat sheet. Nobody has the cheat sheet. But that's the thing. There, there is no cheat sheet to a relationship. There's no cheat code to marriage. There's no cheat code to relationships. You have to right. do what works for you. Now, the one thing is, you may be able to give some help and some advice on some topics, 
But to go out here and make general blanket statements, men are trash, women are trash, all men cheat, all women cheat, all women all do right. this. Place. We That's can't me. do I that. These men over the streets. But I'm saying, but but like we talk about this in private. We have fun with yeah. this, right? Right. But when you make that your platform, that's scary. People listen to that. And we know the power of words. People take that and snowball. We said it all the time. We talk shit all the time behind closed doors. We have our private conversations. We laugh. But there's a difference oh. between. I know men hate when I say women should think that they don't need a man. But they don't ever listen to my reason why. I always say it because I feel like when women think they need a man, they settle for whatever. When you get in the mentality to say, I don't need a man, but I like to have one. It's nice to have company, nice for support system. Then you don't settle for just anything because you can be single and be happy. But I think I would say that about both. I don't yeah. think exactly. Men should feel that way too. I think yeah. I always say two holes come together and make one. Mm-hmm. You should already be you. You should already be you should be able to function by yourself. Right. Exactly. You take that, you bring that, both of y'all come together and y'all merge your worlds together. Mm-hmm. You know? Two happy people come together and create greatness. Yeah. That's why I never believe the two halves make a whole thing. You come right. in the half. It's gotta be person. two holes. Yeah. That's why you really is you know what? Okay. Might have right. to finish this <laughs> next week because we, we will we will be here another I hour. I won't be here next week, but uh yeah. <laughs> Oh, did we? Yeah, did we talk about we might have to do this? Oh, yeah, we have Sunday. Yeah, so I think we'll record. Oh, okay. maybe let's see. I if didn't we know record. about this. We were just talking about it, so I was going to see if we okay. maybe record on Sunday. Okay. Um, or yeah, we were going to talk to some people. Maybe to next week. Yeah, we got some people coming up. Oh, um, okay. We got a couple. Got some people coming some through. People, some black authors coming through. I ain't gonna say who it is oh, right now. Okay. Okay. Um, we we working on that to make that happen. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If it's not next week, then maybe we can do it on. I'll be before. Yeah. Gonna be in California that two weeks ago. Two weeks. No, I'll be in California just next week. Maybe maybe the twenty maybe the twenty second that Sunday maybe we could do we'll figure it out y'all but either way I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this up we gonna be here yep. regardless we'll figure it out and y'all know we've sponsored by the Black Square Media Network yes uh, sir yeah if you like your opinions without shock value in this real topics um, if you want to know Black Square you want to know where your money is going if you ever give money to us and the Black Squirrel you know we we gonna tell you right. where your money's going right yeah, cheeks clapping candles, and then cheeks clapping candles. The money for that is actually paying for youth programs. Yep. Um, Black Men Read is paying mm-hmm. to get our yoga instructor some bread so we can do Black Men Yoga. It's yep. paying for more candles get made. Yep. <laughs> for more merch. Let me more. tell you, I can honestly tell you right now, I have not made a dime on that part, and I say that because it's going out. Right. And even and though we're, and we're not a nonprofit, yeah, right. I'm not a nonprofit either, and I haven't made a dime. Yeah, so All yeah, my stuff goes to supplies. Yep. So yep. I can tell you, I can show you my our our expense sheet. Right, <laughs> like, is it a negative? So <laughs> <laughs> we good, but that's a good thing. I think so that everybody's benefiting. Absolutely. So, till next week, y'all. We'll be here. Just keep. You know, thinking about things, you know, hopefully we provoke thought. 
Hopefully we inspire education on some of this stuff, you know, what's going on here. And so we out. See y'all next week. Peace. Black Squirrel Media Network. Come to Black Squirrel.